Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame Podcast. What does Jenna Kutcher, Marie Kondo and Christo all have in common? They are all well-known personal brands with thriving businesses. It's no shocker that self-branding is very powerful in business and that's why a new personal brands are literally popping up all over the place. Which leads me to my next question. Why are some branded business owners growing rapidly while others are struggling and falling behind? Can you relate to the latter? It never feels very fair or nice when you're working as hard as you can at something, putting your all, but you're still not receiving the traction like others do. One of the easiest ways to get lost in personal brand process is not knowing what key elements are important. Stay here and learn the three essential tips to self-branding, leave feeling motivated on what you need to focus in on, approve upon and simply just do more of. But before I get into the tips, let's just refresh ourselves what self-branding and or personal branding really is all about. This concept has actually been around since 1936 with Napoleon Hill Think and Grow Rich book. Personal branding used to be limited to celebrities, but as we all know, since having social media at our fingertips, it's possible for anyone. Whether you're an author, artist, small business owner, a lot of people are developing a personal brand to help them grow their business. But the basic principles of self-branding is all about building your business around you personally. In a simplistic way, but rather big way, you are selling who you are. Even personal brands aren't supposed to be as complex as a real human, even though they are obviously built around one. But unfocused personal brands are trying to be everything to everyone. And I know you know that that is confusing for your audience. Your personality is actually too complex to actually be replicated completely as your brand identity. So just like in everyday life, when we find something confusing, it irritates us, it's not a nice feeling, and we usually quickly (laughs) redirect our focus onto something that is far less confusing and easier to comprehend. You have to almost sieve through and keep the important elements of your personality to build a brand, a personal brand. Therefore, simplifying your brand focus and message is key to making a memorable and clear impact. Okay, so maybe you already knew that your brand shouldn't be talking to everyone, but you are still finding it difficult to focus your brand. Sometimes it's actually not enough knowing what to do and more beneficial knowing why you are currently finding it difficult to achieve. When brand experts, pretty much like me, tell you to focus your brand, logically you understand why it's a good thing. However, it can also give you this irrational illusion that by simplifying your brand, you are going to shut potential customers and clients out when in fact you'll be attracting more ideal clients and customers who have a bigger pull to want to work with you. With unfocused branding it provides wishy-washy messaging inviting crowds of people that are all different and all a little unsure whether they are in the right place and skeptical about working with you. So wouldn't you prefer to work with people who feel drawn to work with you, who know exactly what you do and what you offer and your values and know that they are in the right place? Another reason you haven't focused your personal brand could be due to fear, fear that you are too focused, no one is going to like you, therefore less sales or less people wanting to work with you. This isn't true either. Here's why. Having a clear brand focus will make it easier for people to remember who you are. 
be able to understand you. And okay, not everyone will like you, but the ones that do will keep coming back for more. So yeah, your ego might get a little bruised, but in the long run, it's for the better. So go back to the beginning and cast your mind back to why you wanted to start your personal brand in the first place. What did you want to share with people? What are you specifically interested in and passionate about and that you wanted to be associated with? Make a focused brand message and stick to it. The best part about a personal brand is you can evolve your offering, but your reason for being will always and forever be the same. We can all get carried away with our own businesses, but we must remember who our businesses are really for. And that's your ideal clients and customers. If you haven't received much engagement or traction online, it's time to get serious about who your ideal customers really are. If you thought you didn't need to know this because your brand is built around you, then think again. All types of brands are more powerful when they know exactly who they're talking to. Actually, you need to know who you're talking to. So let's get stuck in and ask yourself, who is your ideal client? What makes them ideal? Just like every business producing content is non-negotiable, sorry. But if you're figuring out who your brand is talking to, you are already halfway there. You'll see great results when you start producing content that is on point with your ideal clients. And especially when content is making them say things like, ha, yeah, that's exactly it. Or I can completely relate to that. Then they know you are talking to them, no one else. It makes them feel special, heard and understood. So listen up, when building a brand around yourself, please remember that you nor your brand is the hero. What I mean by this is that in every story, there's a guide and a hero like Batman and Robin. It can be tempting to make yourself the hero of your own brand, but really you must be positioning yourself as the guide and your client as the hero. Like in every story you ever read, there's usually something stopping or getting in the way of the hero um, to achieve what they, he or she want to accomplish. This is where your brand comes in as the guide. Even though you have built a brand around yourself, it needs to be solving your ideal clients or customers' problems so that they can win the day. So when building your ideal client's profile, remember to ask what problems do they have? And think about how would they describe the problem that you solve in your business? I do see a lot of personal brands talking to the external problems that their ideal clients are having, but that's only about 30% of the issue. We also all have this internal struggle and problems that we are trying to overcome as well. And these should be addressed too within your um, messaging. So make sure you're looking at your ideal client's internal problems, such as lacking confidence, maybe, and imposter syndrome, perfectionism. It's sometimes these problems that are actually more likely to persuade us to um, purchase something. Remember, you make buying decisions more through feeling than rational thought. It will be beneficial to take some time and work out what your ideal clients are internally struggling with and showing them how your product or service can also help resolve or improve those issues too. You do really need to be present online. So a great place to start is by writing down a list of all the places that your potential clients or customers can find you. 
If you're not showing up online in at least three different places, you're going to be really tricky to find. And let's face it, our potential clients aren't going to know you exist and it's not really their responsibility to find you. Um, So you want to try and get your brand in front of the right eyes and they're discovering someone else who is easier to find. So you want to make sure you're easy to find too when they need you. So when growing your personal brand, you need to be visible online, not only showing up, but also showing your face and who you are. You've probably already realized that posting random things on social media doesn't really provide you with great results, mainly because you're struggling to connect or add value to your audience. Or maybe you are so carried away by using every opportunity on Instagram to sell your offer. Think of your social media platforms almost like an extension of your brand or a supplement. Definitely not your whole brand. It's highly effective to build sort of a lifestyle around your personal brand or business and we can get all caught up in the selling too much but you need to remember that you're also selling a lifestyle on social media. Building a community is not only important but rather tricky so make sure you're consistently showing up online, showing behind the scenes, drawing your audience in, building real life connections, starting a conversation and providing your audience with value. To build a personal brand well, you must be consistently adding value to your community, as I have previously said. It's no secret that storytelling is a big part of personal branding and a great way to relate and add value to your community. You may already have a main brand story somewhere on your website, but that doesn't mean to say you can't share others. Think about it before you write a Instagram description. That's another opportunity for you to add another brand story. Connect with your audience on a deeper level. Plus, remember that your stories you should be sharing shouldn't just be the good things. We can learn and remember so much more from the struggles and hardships that others have encountered and conquered. Getting vulnerable is actually a great way to build a personal connection with your audience and relate to them. But sharing a story for the sake of it is not the aim of the game here. Only share stories that you obviously feel comfortable to and are helping you reinforce your brand perception. But before you click posting or publishing anything, ask yourself whether a story or snippet of information actually going to serve your ideal clients. That's a wrap for self-branding today. To recap, simply remember to find and have a brand focus. Know your audience like the back of your hand and build a presence online. I cannot stress that enough. There is power in numbers, so start building your community. It doesn't have to be a huge community like Jenna Kutcher because remember, she's very well established now. We all have to start somewhere and even a small group of loyal brand customers can be so powerful. So know that you have these three essential self-branding tips. It's now time to put what you know into practice and use them to their full potential. I wish you all the best with your personal brand. If you're unsure how to build an ideal customer profile, go listen to episode seven on the Brand Made Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Brand Made Podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. 
I hope you join me next week. And in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.